Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Healthy Matters, presented by Hennepin Healthcare, a network of neighborhood clinics, specialty centers, hospital, and Minnesota's Level 1 Adult and Pediatric Trauma Center. Please remember we can only give general medical advice during the program, and every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your personal physician if you have health concerns. Now, here's Denny Law with your host, Dr. David Hilden, internal medicine physician with Hennepin Healthcare, with more Healthy Matters. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of uh, Healthy Matters here on 830 WCC. Like we like to say, Dr. Hilden, well, he's taking the day off today. We like to say he's on assignment. That makes it sound a little more professional. But he will be back one week from today. But in his stead is Dr. John Cole, who's been with us before. Dr. Cole is an ER doc, uh, the medical director of the Minnesota Poison Control Center. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We, we usually do this about uh, this, this time of year, don't we, doctor? That's correct, yeah. And, and it's something I, I mentioned, and, and you've been on the show uh, a few times, as a matter of fact. That's, that's right. And uh, you, you can let us know who you brought with today. But I did not know, I should have known, that poisoning, and I mentioned this earlier today on CCO, is the number one cause of injury-related death in the United States. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. It is. Poisoning, um, unfortunately, but deaths from poisoning continue to rise um, pretty substantially uh, and have for uh, so many years in a row now that um, I can't keep track anymore. Wow. Yeah. The, well, la- the large uh, uh, portion of those deaths, unfortunately, comes from uh, uh, the opioid epidemic. I believe that. Yeah. Tell us about the uh, Poison Control Center. Uh, when did that uh, begin and, and uh, what's it like there? So the uh, Minnesota Poison Control Center uh, has been through a couple different names, but um, our particular poison center began uh, out of Hennepin County Medical Center in 1972. Okay. And started as a simple phone line and a phone and a uh, a pioneer of a woman um, who we refer to as Poison Alice uh, (laughs) because Alice was the first person who – Uh, whose job was to sit in the emergency department at the time uh, and answer a dedicated phone line for poisoning calls from the public. What is it, how does it work now? And again, you, you guys have been on the uh, the show before a number of times. What, what if something happened at at, at my house and uh, somebody, some child ate something? What do I do? What's the first thing I do? Well, uh, the, uh, the first thing that I, I always uh, tell people to do um, and the advice that I always give is if somebody's unconscious, if they're seizing or if they're clearly short of breath, that's a 911 call. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Other than that, uh, if there's a question about poisoning, uh, we're the place to call. And uh, it's a little bit more sophisticated now than uh, when Alice was there because Alice could not be there 24-7. Sure. <laughs> uh, so now we have a much more sophisticated system with some really, really bright people that I'm really honored to work with. And uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. So you can call us in the middle of any holiday of the year and there is a trained specialist to answer the phone. 
But uh, we uh, we have uh, specialized people, all, uh, and we always have a pharmacist there uh, to answer the question. And we whether it's a plant, a drug, uh, a potential animal or insect envenoming, whatever it is, we can answer your question. And about ninety three percent of the time, if you call us from home, we actually can keep you safely at home. Outstanding. Yeah. Well, I know you brought a couple of folks with you. Uh, one person of which has been here. Uh, before as well. Uh, let us know who you brought with and we'll, we'll get the conversation going. Excellent. So uh, immediately to my left is uh, Lori Wilhite. Lori is a pharmacist and a certified specialist in poison information. So that means that uh, in addition to all of the uh, work Lori did to become a pharmacist, she spent uh, about a year uh, at the Poison Center taking a few thousand poisoning cases and then passed a rigorous national certifying exam to be a specialist. Uh, she's got many other credentials and a lot of other uh, uh, really uh, amazing uh, work that she does. Um, but uh, Lori is here with me today, and she is one of the people who you will speak to if you call the Poison Center with a poisoning question. You know, good to see you again, Lori. Thank good you. morning. Uh, you know, speaking of phone numbers, why don't I throw ours out in case somebody wants to join in on the conversation? If you have a question or a comment uh, for us, 651-989-9226, or send us a text at 81 81- Eight zero seven. Don't you wonder, Doctor Cole, how pharmacists keep all that stuff in in in, in order? How do you do that? that they've got to be a huge help yeah, to oh, you, Doctor. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I mean, we could not do um, what we do without without them. And um, a perfect example is when I'm working to see patients in the emergency department. I and I see a drug uh, event or an overdose. I will call the poison center, and it's not just to record data. It's because they tell me things that are really valuable to take care of the patient. And I'm a board certified toxicologist. I mean, this is something that I do for a living, and uh, and they they are a real real asset to me. Lori, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who maybe missed an earlier show that you, you were on. Sure. Well, I'm a proud Iowa Hawkeye. Originally went to pharmacy school at the University of Iowa. Um, my husband and I wanted to stay in the Midwest and live in a bigger city, so we came up to Minneapolis. How long ago was that? Uh, I'm not telling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been a pharmacist for about 25 years, right. so you can do the math. You started when you were 10, I understand. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> yeah, I came up um, to Hennepin County Medical Center in the University of Minnesota um, to do a research fellowship and just um, fell in love with the Twin Cities, so... I've worked in toxicology um, on and off since pharmacy school, actually, and um, have a practice in pain management as well. What's it like, uh, the day-to-day? Give us an example of what what you you possibly can – I'm sure every day is different too, isn't it? That's right. Actually, at 9 o'clock, I have a shift that starts at the Poison Center after this. We'll have to get you in and out of here. (laughs) So, um, you know, that time of day in the morning, I spend a lot of time looking at the hospital cases that we're managing – our pharmacists um, primarily manage um, calls from healthcare facilities. And in fact, um, 28% of our calls come from healthcare providers looking for help managing exposures and overdoses. So I'll spend a big chunk of my morning calling back um, and helping providers take care of hospitalized patients. And then at the same time, calls are coming in, um, you know, from the public um, and uh, new cases as well from hospitals. So, um, 
Yeah, that's what my day will be like nine to five after this. How about that? Yeah. Dr. Cole, is it true that, uh, as I recall in the previous shows, that uh, the Poison Control Center gets calls from not just around what we lovingly call CCO land, but all over the place? That's true. Um, so we uh, we serve all of Minnesota. So we take calls in Minneapolis and War Road and everywhere else. Um, we also uh, serve both North and South Dakota. So uh, we have a pretty wide geographic range that we serve. And uh, uh, by the way, we can always be reached at at our toll-free 1-800 number, and it's free and confidential, 1-800-222-1222. Um, but we, uh, it, it creates some interesting challenges when um, a helicopter cannot get you to a major medical center uh, and, uh, and you need either specialized treatment or an antidote. We're going to repeat that number throughout the show. That's an 800 number, 1-800-222-1222. We just had a text about that uh, number as you were as oh, you were telling it. So excellent. That will, uh, again, 800-222-1222. Who, uh, who else did you bring with you today? So, um, And then also to my left is uh, Lauren Pernyat. And uh, the best way to describe Lauren is that Lauren uh, is an educator. Okay. And Lauren does many, many things for us, but um, I think it's uh, it's probably better to hear them in her own words. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I've been at the Poison Center for a little over two years now. This is actually my third Poison Prevention Week, so I've been at the studio a few times now. A veteran. <laughs> yes. And I work on public outreach, so I do things like going to health fairs, doing presentations, and also I work on our social media, trying to get the word out about the Poison Center. Are, are most people, are you guys, as surprised as I was at hearing about what a major problem this is? Is that most people's perception that, boy, I've heard about poisoning, but to hear that it's the number one cause of injury-related death, uh, does that surprise a lot of people? I think if people think about um, poisoning-related death in terms of, as Dr. Cole was saying, the opioid epidemic, I mean, those numbers include, you know, not just people that might be poisoned with carbon monoxide or antifreeze or some of the more toxic substances that we deal with, but also um, the consequences of drug um, drug abuse and drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, let's do. We've got we have texts coming in, callers coming in as well. So let's take a break as we normally do about this time. And inviting our listeners to join in on the conversation, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. We'll be back with your calls and text messages here on Healthy Matters on 830WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of uh, Healthy Matters. And we, uh, again, as usual, welcome your phone calls and text messages. We're talking about poison prevention. In fact, National Poison Prevention Week begins today. And our guests in studio, uh, let's talk a little bit about that before we uh, start taking some text messages, et cetera. T- talk about the, the week that uh, ahead here. Absolutely. Well, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm happy to speak uh, about it, but um, I think actually Lauren probably would be the best person to, to talk about it because she she's the education superstar. And this is, you said, Lauren, your third Poison Prevention Week, right? Yes. All right. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So Poison Prevention Week is celebrated the third full week of March every year. This year it falls March 18th through 24th. But it's nationally designated to highlight poisoning dangers and how to prevent them. But since it's observed around the country, it's an opportunity for us to really raise awareness of the poison prevention and the poison center services. And that's why this year we chose the theme, Myths About Poisons and the Poison Center, just because there's so many misconceptions and misinformation that floats around. 
We should talk about some of those myths, can sure. we? Before we, we move yeah. on again, we're, we're going to get to the text, text screen uh, coming up in just a moment. Let's, let's approach some of those, those myths that uh, we've come to, to learn. Tell us Absolutely. a few. Well, um, I, when I think of poisoning myths, the first one that always pops in my head, and I, I feel actually a little silly because we're in the wrong season, but um, poinsettias at Christmas. Oh, yeah. People always – we always get poinsettia calls. And the evidence that poinsettias are actually dangerous is basically zero. No kidding. Yeah, poinsettias. I've heard that for years. Yeah. They aren't even the most dangerous Christmas plant. Uh, so uh, that one for me, always, that's always the number one for me. But I really, that's probably the wrong thing to be bringing up around the day after St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> but, but still, what, what, what do people think is poisonous? The berries, the leaves? Uh, is, what about for pets? Isn't that was some concern there? Uh you know, I am. Um, I always. Uh, I have friends who are uh, veterinary toxicologists, uh-huh. and they they are uh, a different uh, breed. Pardon the pun. And uh, they um, they they have their own specialty for a reason. And so I'm not even a pet owner, other than the uh, two fish that my kids brought home from uh, <laughs> from their school fair uh, last year. But um, uh, uh, one of which is no longer with us, sadly. But. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the veterinary questions are I always defer. They're, they're, what I know about animals, I know just enough to know that I don't know enough to speak intelligently about it. I, except for chocolate. I do know oh, about yes. uh, dogs and chocolate and that one is real. Uh, and that one is sort of fascinating because it involves a molecule called theobromine that is essentially caffeine with a, just a slightly little bit of an adjustment and, um, it, uh, in high enough doses in, in animals, it actually can be a problem. So don't worry about poinsettias. Don't worry about poinsettias. What are some of the other myths now that you guys have heard? Well, one myth that I like to talk about, and I know we have a caller texting in about about opioids, is that only people that use IV drugs need to worry about opioid overdose. Mm. Um, About half of opioid overdoses involve prescription drugs, not um, necessarily IV drugs or drugs of abuse. And many people taking large doses of opioids around the clock, um, especially if you have lung disease or you're on certain sleeping pills or anxiety medicine, um, really do need to worry about overdose and should consider carrying Narcan. We'll talk about more of these myths as we move through uh, through the hour. I want to mention again that uh, that telephone number folks are wondering about, uh, and, and this is one eight hundred two two two. Twelve twenty-two, Doctor Cole. What what is the person who calls that number uh, who may have an issue? How is that answered? So uh, you uh, go right into our uh, call center. There's a one question survey to uh, just direct you if you're a healthcare provider or not, and then immediately you're put in touch with uh, a real life person who will answer uh, your questions. And uh, we, uh, as we talked about before, we are fortunate enough to have. Uh, pharmacists around the clock, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, to answer your poisoning questions. Who have additional subspecialty training in in toxicology, so they can answer questions about uh, drugs, of course, prescription drugs, as well as all the things that are around your house or in your yard that might be poisonous. Very good. Again, we'll repeat this number throughout the show. That's eight hundred two 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 one two two two. Tell you what, let's go on the phone. I'm not sure where the caller's coming from. I think it's southern Minnesota. I'm sorry, where? Morristown. Morristown. Okay. And whoever you are, sign in, please. What is your question uh, here for our guest? My name's Jake, and I, I really like the show. I was originally going to call Dr. Holland, but um, I got a question about 
what happened about the uh, Mr. Yuck stickers? Mr. Yuck so stickers. I, what what happened to that? Well, uh, Mr. Yuck, uh, 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 this will date me, but I've I've fond childhood memories of Mr. Yuck too. Um, Mr. Yuck uh, went away for a couple reasons, but one is that's a licensed character by a specific oh, it center. Is. Yep. Yep, so I believe it's the Pittsburgh uh, Poison Center in western Pennsylvania that actually owns that character. And um, it turns out that uh, uh, they, for uh, whatever reason, are not uh, automatically sharing it. But uh, it's probably better that way, uh, first of all, because a, a delightful, funny-faced character uh, maybe not is the best way to – Ward children off from things that might I think be dangerous, you're right. <laughs> yeah. but also because uh, we have gone to our our central national logo now, the red, uh, white, and black one eight hundred logo for poison help to focus on the number, the one eight hundred number that is uh, a national phone tree. So that is the number for poison control, no matter where you are in the U.S. or its territory. Oh, it is. All right, yep. good to know. Yep. And actually, there's one other thing about the number that's really kind of particular. That's really important to mm, know. What's that? Well, the the phone tree system was designed uh, at a time when uh, cell phones did not exist for the public. And so your uh, – which poison center you reach is cued by your area code. And these days, people don't tend to give up their cell phone numbers and That's their right. area codes a lot of times are not representative of where they physically are. So this time of year, it's not uncommon for us to get a phone call that says – uh, where the caller will say, I'm concerned, uh, I'm on a hike and I may have been bitten by a western diamondback, which that snake does not live in Minnesota and certainly wouldn't be out with our weather right now. Yeah. But they're in Arizona for the winter and they are from Minnesota and still have a Minnesota cell phone. And so we always can stabilize things uh, and um, take the initial call, but then we end up transferring them in this case to the Arizona. You're right about there. that. I have friends who live here and then part of the time in Florida and their cell phones are dedicated to – Florida. Yeah, exactly. So they would reach one of the three uh, Florida poison centers. If you live in the Dakotas, it's not an issue and you have a number there. Um, but for people who live on the border of Wisconsin, Wisconsin has their own poison center, same with Iowa. Mm -hmm. And uh, we um, we occasionally get uh, uh, things uh, mixed up a little bit. Uh, but we all know each other really well. Poison uh, uh, center is a small world and so uh, it's pretty easy to transfer. The I know we've talked about it in previous shows but do you guys get – does the Poison Control Center get calls about certain critter bites? Is that often? Mm. We, we, we do. We do. <laughs> like what uh, kind of critters just to let me know? <laughs> well, it's interesting – one poison myth, I think, is that um, we get a lot of calls about spider bites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People have um, little insect bites or other maybe skin infections. And in Minnesota, we don't have um, we don't have the spiders that um, many areas of the countries, many other areas of the countries have. Like, uh, you know, we don't have brown recluse spiders or black widows. We did have a case several years ago where we had a black widow spider crawl out of a bag of grapes. Oh, yes. I, th I remember hearing about yes. it. You guys talked about that. Tell you what, let's do. We have to take a break. We do have, a reminding our listeners, another half hour of the show to go. So by all means, join in. We have textures. We'll get to your questions. 81807. Uh, if you want to send your text, 81807 or call us, 651-989-9226. Right now, partly cloudy skies, 29 degrees. We'll be back here on CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
Welcome to Healthy Matters, presented by Hennepin Healthcare, a network of neighborhood clinics, specialty centers, hospital, and Minnesota's Level 1 Adult and Pediatric Trauma Center. Please remember we can only give general medical advice during the program, and every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your personal physician if you have health concerns. Now, here's Denny Law with your host, Dr. David Hilden, internal medicine physician with Hennepin Healthcare, with more Healthy Matters. Uh, good morning. Welcome back to this portion of Healthy Matters. Dr. David Hilden is taking the day off today, but well, he'll be back with us next Sunday morning. In studio, by the way, we're talking about poison prevention. This is National Poison Prevention Week. It begins today, and uh, because of that, we have uh, Dr. John Cole back with us, who is an emergency physician with uh, uh, Hennepin Healthcare and is the medical director of the Minnesota Poison Control Center. We've talked about that on occasion. Laurie Wilhite is back with us, a certified specialist in poison information, a pharmacist, and Laurie Prignat. Uh, all right, Laurie, I'm going to try this again. Prignat. Did I do it? Yes. <laughs> All right, good. Very good. Uh, again, we were talking, if you're just joining us, uh, about uh, early the first half hour, about some myths that some of us uh, have heard over the years. Can we get one more, and then we'll grab the text uh, the text screen. Laurie? Yeah. You know, um, I know when Lauren goes out and does health fairs that um, she hears sometimes from parents that they're worried about calling the poison center. Um, just they're worried about getting into trouble or they're embarrassed. And I just want everybody to know that the information is kept totally private. It's okay to call multiple times. And uh, most of us actually that work on the phones are parents ourselves. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. We know that um, some little kiddos are built for mischief more than others. And um, some of us is that have actually had our own um, husbands call us at work about our own children. Oh, that's really happened. <laughs> Yes. My husband has called me at work about my two boys getting into sunscreen, hand sanitizer. So, yeah, um, call early and call often. That's good. That's good to know. I think Dr. Cole mentioned uh, a show or two before you have uh, some little kids at home. And if something happened to them, you you want to call somebody else. Your perspective changes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, you're never objective about that's your right. own children. I think that's true. Yeah, and I, I've, I've, there's, there, there's a reason they go to their pediatrician, and I don't take care of them for several reasons, actually. So don't not call if there's an issue. You think better to be safe, right? As they Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I want to mention too that yesterday, unfortunately, it was it was a great weather. Maybe a lot of the folks, our listeners, made it to the new clinic and specialty center, the open house yesterday. They had a ribbon, a ribbon cutting ceremony. There was a dental floss. We had mentioned that earlier, a cutting ceremony. Even the mayor of Minneapolis stopped by. Uh, the doors open on March 26th, by the way, for that new era for healthcare beginning in downtown Minneapolis. This is pretty fabulous. And I know you guys, as Dr. Hilden is, are pretty excited about this whole thing, aren't you? Yeah, it's true. Uh, I had the chance to go and uh, look at it the other day, and um, it's a pretty remarkable facility. We uh, were very proud to have that be part of Hennepin Healthcare. Even though I grew up here, uh, you tend to take things for granted. And uh, even after working with Dr. Hilden for these past uh, 10 years or so, it's amazing what a great resource resource that Hennepin is. I mean, this is in the Poison Control Center is just one uh, element of it. Uh, so you guys ought to be mighty proud. We're anxious. We're going to be doing a show there one of these days from the new location. So I'm anxious. Yeah, anxious fantastic. to see it. It's yes. a beautiful new building with lots of natural light, amazing art, 
Um, we have a pharmacy opening up in the new building in the clinic and specialty center. So, yeah, we're excited. And if you want to check it out, more information, just go to hennepinhealthcare.org. That's hennepin, all one word, hennepinhealthcare.org. We'll let you know we're going to be doing a show from there, too. Again, this is uh, National Poison Prevention Week. And uh, we've asked our guest to help us out, to help you out, not only by the phone, but uh, by textures. I'll tell you what, let's do this. Bev in Bloomington has been hanging on the phone. Should we get her call in here? Go ahead, Bev. Thanks for waiting. Hi. I just wanted to confirm something. A couple years ago, I had a bite, and I just went to my primary doctor, and I had never seen anything like it before. Uh, What it looked like was it got to be about the size of a silver dollar, and it was raised, and it was like it was open, and just it was like clear water, looked like clear water coming out. I mean, it wasn't like puffy or anything. And then I thought, oh, now this is over, and but then it would reform again. So when I went to my primary doctor, he said, I think it's a spider bite, and he was amazing. He didn't act like he knew it all. He got his book out, and together... He said, "I think you got bit by a recluse." Hmm. Now that is, is that. A, what do you guys? You, you've got calls about those, uh, and that's not necessarily part of the the Susio land critter area, is it? Is a brown recluse spider? Uh, that's true. So the the brown recluse doesn't naturally live uh, beyond uh, much further north than the, about the middle of Iowa. Okay, but <clears throat> I have. Uh, been humbled more than once in my life uh, by uh, by medicine in general and, and by uh, patients and uh, the things that that come through the door. So it's always impossible to make a diagnosis over the phone. Sure, but um, I can. Uh, it's uh, it's very common for small uh, breaks in the skin or even bites from spiders to then get infected later with just normal skin bacteria. And cause an abscess or a boil, and then that gets frequently mistaken for a brown recluse bite. So it's really it's a very difficult thing to diagnose. Um, and fortunately, there's not it's not something that requires very specific treatment as long as the wound heals. So even in a confirmed brown recluse bite, uh, the the standard of care is just normal good wound care, uh, and the patient should do fine. Brown recluses can result in some pretty dramatic uh, skin necrosis that can even need surgical grafting wow. by a burn surgeon, but that's unusual. Let's uh, give that phone number for the Poison Control Center again. Can we do that, you guys? Uh, so we, we keep uh, the folks informed on that. And this 24-7, this is uh, usable. That's right. We're there 24-7. Uh, it's 1-800-222-1222. And if you call between 9 and 5 today, I might pick up the phone. Because you'll be working. <laughs> that's right. After this, you'll be working. Uh, again, it's 1-800-222-1222. We've got some great text messages from our listeners. Can we get to those? Let's, let's do that. Here's one that came in earlier. It says, what are the most common causes of poisoning for an elderly, cognitively impaired person living alone? That's a great question. Yeah, that is a great question. Um, you know, I get a lot of calls when I work early in the morning about people um, double-dosing their prescription medication um, and sometimes a double dose of certain medicines, you know, heart medicines, some um, strong pain medicine, uh, medicines that people take for diabetes can be a serious problem. So there's a lot of very elderly people living in uh, Minnesota that are 
home trying to manage their medications. And it's, you know, it's a good idea to put medication in a, in a pillbox. That way you can remember whether you've taken it or not. Uh, just keep in mind that those um, pillboxes are not childproof or child resistant. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. And so I, um, a lot of our serious poisonings come from grandparents' houses where children have opened up pillboxes. So. I wanted to ask you about that. Is that, is that the many calls on, on that particular topic? Yeah. All yeah. the time. Yeah, there's yeah. a fair number. And just same thing when you're the when you uh, as you age, you become more sensitive to medications. But children are as well, uh, largely just because of their size. And so, uh, it, the right medication in the right size child, even one pill can be very, very dangerous. But if if a person, if an adult, not necessarily an impaired, cognitively impaired adult, it's not that unusual to kind of did I take that pill or not? Is it? Absolutely. Sometimes people will wake up at six o'clock in the morning, take their pills that are on their nightstand, fall back asleep. Ah, yes. Good <laughs> wake point. up, take them again. Yeah, it's it's a very common call we get early in the morning. Yeah, we like to we like to hear from folks like that. Um, and the great majority of time, we can um, keep people out of the emergency room with those home calls, whether it's prescription drugs or household products. Um, in fact, ninety three percent of the time, when people call from home, we can. Help you stay at home rather than going into the emergency department. Much more efficient. I tell you, let me give you the phone number again. If you need to write it down, keep it at home. 1-800-222-1222. That's the Poison Control Center number, 800-222-1222. And we have listeners not only all over the country now, but around the world as well. I don't know if it works in Europe, but it certainly works in the lower 48 and probably Alaska too. <laughs> if you call from an American cell phone, I believe even if you're overseas, ah, it will still work. trigger that way. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do occasionally get calls do from you? people that are, yes, living in other countries. And we can try to help you. We don't know the healthcare facilities in those other countries, True. but yeah. I'll tell you what, we're just about ready to take a break, and I want to alert our listeners, we have some great text messages, and if you want to send a text to our guest, now is your chance, uh, 81807. We're talking about poison prevention, 81807 is the text number here on CCO. So hang in there, we'll be back in a moment or two. Mostly cloudy skies, 30 is our Twin City temperature reading, heading later on today to 46. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to this portion of Healthy Matters here on WCCO. It's a National Poison Prevention Week. In fact, it begins today, and that's our topic today on the show, Poison Prevention. Welcoming your phone calls and text messages for our guests, and uh, we have a bunch. So let's see if we can't uh, get to them. Uh, do, do, do we mention the phone number? I'm going to do that right off the top. The poison prevention number is 800-222-1222. And here's a text that came in a bit ago with spring coming, officially Tuesday as a matter of fact, mushroom hunters will be out. Does your center have expertise in dangerous fungus like that? Uh, let's, let's, let's comment about, uh, about the mushrooms. You get a call, few calls about that a year? Yeah, we get hundreds of calls about mushroom exposures every year. Some of them are from um, little ones grazing in the yard, and other ones are from... Um, people who've consumed a mushroom meal that they foraged and then gotten sick. Um, mm. So, um, yeah, we do. We are trained in um, basically identifying um, what mushrooms are a serious problem. There's only a handful in Minnesota, but the ones that are can be potentially deadly. Um, so one thing that's kind of cool in the, you know, in the smartphone age is we have callers actually text us or email us pictures of mushrooms that have been consumed and we can – 
try to determine what the next steps would be. And we even have mycologists who are mushroom scientists, basically, kind of in a, on the back burner to help us identify things if we're very concerned about something that could be very poisonous. Like you had mentioned off the air, unlike years ago, folks with cell phones uh, often take pictures and uh-huh. uh, send you uh, send you pictures of those, what right, they've eaten. Right, absolutely. Yeah, it's very helpful. Um, the majority of mushrooms aren't a problem, but you never want to consume a, a mushroom as part of a mushroom meal unless you know exactly what you're doing. And again, you said it earlier for those uh, folks that maybe join us later, don't don't hesitate. If there's an issue you think that's a problem, don't hesitate. Don't feel like you're calling, like you said, too often. Uh, call. Absolutely. That number, that poison. That's what we're here for. 24-7, as a matter of fact. <clears throat> a texter sent this in, and I know you're interested in approaching it. Uh, could you talk about Narcan for opioids, things like who should carry it? First, tell us what that is, Narcan. We, we've heard it on the news. Yeah. Narcan is the brand name um, for a medication called naloxone. And it's a it's essentially a life saving antidote for opioid overdose, and that can be um, anything from prescription medicines like oxycodone, Norco, Vicodin, um, fentanyl, um, to heroin and other illicit opioids. So, um, really, um, anybody who's concerned about someone that they love or even themselves um, being at risk of opioid overdose should carry naloxone. And I'm really excited that um, all of our community pharmacies and the Hennepin Healthcare System have naloxone available without a prescription. Without a prescription. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you can just approach the pharmacist and say you'd like um, uh, you'd like to have some naloxone, and um, in general, it's also covered covered by insurance. Um, there's a nasal spray that's actually fairly easy to use that people can get without a prescription, and it's generally covered by insurance. That's good to hear. That's right. Yeah, anyone really who, if you're taking a high dose of opioids or taking um, opioids around the clock, it's a good idea to talk to your pharmacist about getting naloxone. Amara, I was just going to check out another text, uh, and I I recall it was many years ago, a neighbor's child uh, had, I'm not sure, because it turned out fine, had consumed a little bit of Drano. Mm -hmm. I mean, a little bit. And we had a text a bit ago that said, please talk about detergent pods. What if a child gets into something like that? What What's recommended to do? I know, again, you're on the phone. You're not in person. Uh, what, what, what advice can you give a, a parent who's called about that? Yeah. Well, if we get a call from a parent whose child has bitten into a Tide Pod, um, you know, we ask some questions about what kind of symptoms the child is experiencing. Um, sometimes that can result in, in basically a burn, um, and the mouth and esophagus and breathing problems. Sometimes ch- children become extremely drowsy, and that can be life-threatening. So those folks get um, referred into the emergency department immediately. Um, sometimes it's um, sometimes the child um, may have little or no symptoms, um, and those we can manage at home with dilution and close follow-up. Um, any child that has a symptomatic exposure to really any substance when you call poison control we have folks that will follow up with you and just make sure that the child is doing okay. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good to hear. Again, I don't want to forget giving the, the, the poison control number out again, 800-222-1222, 800-222-1222. It's, uh, it's open to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We were talking about myths earlier in the, in the show. And I, before I even get to that, there was a, a texter said, we're talking about the, the, the recluse spiders, the spider bites in the past. But here's a, a, a thing that I forgot to mention because doing our Nature Notes show, 
Uh, we've heard about certain climate changes, and we've heard stories of critters with moles or you know, whatever, wolverines or bobcats. What, because of warmer weather, they're getting reports of, of, of animals that are in the Duluth area that never used to be that far north. And that's, Dr. Cole, you were kind of referring to, to something like that as things, things move along, like in the middle of Iowa. For sure. Example. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So um, all, all poisonous critters um, have natural habitats, and those change over time uh, as the environment changes. Uh, and theoretically, I suppose that's true that uh, brown red recluse spiders could start to uh, creep north uh, and and get into Minnesota. So far, that doesn't seem to be the case. Right. Uh, but it's true that could happen. And of course, you know, just like our um, black widow spider that arrived on the grapes uh, at a local grocery store, uh, you just never know when uh, a critter is going to you know hitch a ride somewhere. That's right. Or a, 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 a spider in a bunch of bananas or something, right, That's, from yeah. Jamaica. All right, right. We've got about a minute to go on a texture. I think this is an important uh, – what about inducing vomiting in, in certain cases? What, what's, the, what's the advice there? So our advice is to never do that. Uh, Why is that? Well, there's not very good evidence that that actually will uh, prevent absorption of a dangerous poison. And the inducing of vomiting – so, for instance, we don't recommend syrup of Ipecac ever anymore – and the, it's not shown to be effective or reduce the, uh, the um, potency of a poison. And on top of that, uh, inducing vomiting in a lot of people can result in them aspirating that vomit then into their lungs, which oh, yes. would be a whole new difficult problem to manage. And so we always you know, want to first do no harm. And uh, so we have moved away from ever inducing vomiting or recommending syrup of Ipecac. In fact, you really can't buy it anymore at all. You guys done a great job and are doing a great job. And uh, Laurie and Lauren, thanks for coming. Uh, and Dr. Cole, always good to see you again as well. Good to see you and as well. here's that Thank number you. as we leave you, uh, because I know Laurie's got to go back to work now. So <laughs> <laughs> here's the phone number, and keep in mind, keep it at home: one eight hundred two 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 twelve twenty two. This again is uh, Poison National Poison Prevention Week beginning today, right now. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.